Welcome back to The Dive, an Inside the Daily Press podcast featuring community leaders discussing issues impacting the city. Inside the Daily Press podcasts are produced by the Santa Monica Daily Press, the city's premier news source for two decades. Visit smdp.com for news of the day. All right, folks, welcome back. Uh, Today, we have a little bit of a different podcast style. Um, Instead of having one long interview, as we sometimes do, it's still one interview, but it's slightly shorter. And instead, we're going to have a little bit of conversation with reporter uh, Emily Sawicki, who had an interesting discussion this week with a local lesser-known sports team. And we don't don't mean that they're less important. We just mean that, you know, folks don't know everything. And so this is the Santa Monica Rugby Club, right, Emily? Yes. And they are known uh, colloquially as the Dolphins? That is correct. Gotcha. So why, why are we talking about the Dolphins this week? So it turns out not only is this the Dolphins' 50th anniversary season, they uh, had their first season here in 1972, um, but they are also headed to the playoffs this year. They have a long history of success, but, um, but their first playoff game for the men's first team is on Saturday, and it is here at home at Samo High. And for folks who don't know, I mean, I think most people have heard of rugby, but most folks just think of it as American football with with the wrong rules, right? Like the ball is kind of the same shape and like people, some see people running around the field. And I think, I think that's what it often gets confused for. Is that, you think that's fair? Yeah, I do think that's fair. And I think that um, for the uninitiated, which was me up until very, very recently, um, it, the easiest way to describe it is to sort of use either soccer or football as a leaping off point and say, okay, obviously you're familiar with soccer or you're familiar with football. Now here I'll break down all the differences. And then as you keep talking, there are a lot of differences. <laughs> um, but you know, I actually had Anna sort of describe it. Anna Kabara is the president of the women's side of the Santa Monica Rugby Club, and she gave a pretty good, I think, description. So when we jump into that interview, you'll hear it from a pro um, who is Anna, uh, who will we'll talk about what, what rugby gameplay is really like. Yeah, and, and we should just say before we jump into that, that, that it's interesting that we have a women's division and a men's division here locally, but it's interesting only in the sense that I think many people don't fully grasp how inclusive rugby is, right? There's youth divisions, folks play all the way up. I think in the story it said to age 55, you know, it's a very broad and diverse group of folks who play this sport. Um, so tell, tell me again, who's the woman that we're going we're gonna to hear you talk to? Uh, her name is Anna Kobara. Um, and yes, yeah, she said she started rugby in college because she had played sports throughout high school and was looking for something a little bit different. Um, and yeah, when you ask uh, people in the rugby world about this inclusivity element, they always get really excited because it's just like you described. Um, I think for a lot of sports, you sort of think about the the example that Stephen Johnson, um, whom I spoke to for the print story, um, he's the president of Santa Monica Rugby Club. He is the example of basketball players. Like you're not going to get a five foot five basketball player. But you could have a five foot five professional rugby player because different positions require vastly different body types. So there are six foot seven guys and there are five foot five guys and they are having equal success on the field because there are positions for all different types of people. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's get into it. Let's hear directly from the source and and, and hear what she had to say about it and then uh, go from there. Great. All right. I am here with Anna Kobara. Um, she is the president of the women's side of the Santa Monica Rugby Club. Um, how are you doing today, Anna? 
Doing well. Thanks so much, Emily. Thanks for having me. Um, so my first question, if you wouldn't mind, um, for people who have maybe heard of rugby but are not sure uh, the details of the sport, can you maybe give us a one- or two-minute rundown of what a rugby match entails? Wow, okay. <laughs> um, so there are several forms of rugby. Um, the form of rugby that we play at Santa Monica Rugby Club is called Rugby Union. Um, it's We play two different forms. So the main form is 15, which is 15 players versus 15 players on a field. Um, it's a full contact sport um, originated in England. Uh, and the 15 players are simply put um, competing for the ball. Um, the main goal you're achieving is running the ball down the field to score what's called a try. Um, it's a little similar to a touchdown in American football. Um, and there are a few very unique aspects of rugby, um, one of which is the ball can only be passed backwards. Um, you can kick the ball forwards. Um, and there are two distinct kind of sections or positions that players will play. One is in the forward pack um, and the other is in the back line. Um, That's a pretty good summary of the game. Yeah. I Stephen was sort of talking to me yesterday um, about how rugby is interesting because there's sort of a a position for every body type. As long as you're, you know, athletic, um, as long as you're able to sort of, you know, run and um, and you have a certain degree of strength, you don't have to fit into one specific, like basketball requires you to be super tall and football requires you to be really muscular. And um, is that is that the case with rugby? You sort of see all different, all different types of people out there? Oh, yeah. That's one of the most beautiful things about rugby is that, it is very inclusive in terms of body types. Um, no matter what body type you have, there is a place for you on the field. Um, it's a great sport in that way. So how did you first get into rugby? I got into rugby because I was an avid athlete growing up. Um, I played volleyball my entire life competitively. And going into college, I knew I didn't want to play volleyball anymore, but I wanted to still participate in a sport um, and I had heard that my college had a rugby team and I reached out to them and ended up meeting uh, one of the rugby players through um, intramural volleyball um, joined a practice and very quickly fell in love. Um, so how did you sort of transition from college rugby into um, the Santa Monica Rugby Club and how long have you been with the club? Yeah. So after college, I moved to San Francisco. Um, and the great thing about rugby is that it's a pretty tight knit community. Um, there are quite a bit of women's clubs that are sprinkled across the country. Um, and the community is very close. So you can easily find a women's club in, in most cities in the U.S. When I moved to San Francisco, I already had um, some friends that were playing with San Francisco Golden Gate, the women's team up there. Um, so I quickly joined that team, knew people there already. Um, and when I found out I was moving down to Los Angeles for grad school several years ago, I already knew some players that played with Santa Monica 
um, or had, you know, played with Santa Monica previously. Um, how have you seen the team evolve in the time since you first came on, which I think you had mentioned was maybe 2017? Yeah. Yeah, I, I entered the team at an interesting point in its history because the first several years were were great, but then we were hit with the pandemic. Um, so the team had to take a break for about a year and a half, almost two years. Um, we were doing like virtual workouts on Zoom for a long time. So um, that caused a bit of disruption. We haven't been able to play a full season um, until this year. Um, but my experience so far has been great on Santa Monica rugby. There's a lot of players who have been with the team for some have been for decades. Um, and we're always welcoming new players on the team every year. I think that's really interesting. You, uh, mentioned that a lot of the players have been with the team for decades because I think that, um, when you think about playing club sports at the level that you guys compete at, um, for a lot of people, they might think, gosh, you know, I'm 28, you know, I'm too old to get into a sport. You know, my my athletic days are behind me. Um, and something I think is really interesting about rugby is that you do have players that are a little bit older. So can you sort of speak to that at all and, and what it's like to be playing when you're not, you know, 22 years old? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think for a lot of people that grew up playing sports, um, a lot of their careers end at like the high school or college level. And what's interesting about women's rugby is that there really isn't an opportunity for a lot of women's players to even start playing rugby until college. Um, I grew up in Southern California. I didn't know what rugby was. There was no opportunity for me to play women's rugby um, growing up as a youth. Um, so I started my rugby career at the age of 18 or 19 years old. And that's an aspect of the game that's, that's great because we have women that join the team at 25. We have women that join the team at 30. Um, and it's a variety of ages that continue to play. Um, on our team right now, I think the youngest player we have is 17. You know, she wants to train with the adult team. She's leaving for college and wants to play at the collegiate level. And I believe one of our oldest players is 40. Um, so I encourage anyone to come out and play if they want to try a new sport. Um, we are very used to and welcoming players that have never touched a rugby ball before. What do you think it is about rugby, um, that gets players that maybe, you know, first of all, like you, you, you know, you started, um, as a teenager, but a lot of, um, players that start in their mid twenties, maybe coming close to 30, what gets you guys to stick with it for, for decades? I think there's um, kind of several characteristics that keep me in the game. One, of course, is just like my love for sports and staying in shape. Um, the sport definitely keeps you active. Um, two is the inclusivity of it all. Like we talked touched on before, you know, every body type. Um, there's a position on the field for every body type. Um, and I know that's really helped with my self-confidence and with a lot of other women that play the sport. Um, there's also an aspect of rugby where you can really find beauty in your strength. And I think that is really important for a lot of women that play. I think the last aspect that comes to mind for me is the social side of rugby. 
Rugby has a really unique culture off of the field. Um, it's oftentimes referred to as the third half of the game, um, which is the social after the game. So in rugby culture, it's very standard for the home team to host the uh, visiting team at a local bar or someone's house to have some drinks afterwards, some food. Um, so there's a very lively and vibrant social life that comes with rugby. And I think a lot of women in their 20s and 30s um, may come to rugby um, for that type of community. So as the president of the women's side, um, I'm curious if you have a vision for growth or improvement or um, maybe where you'd like to see the club in five years or 10 years down the line. Um, are, are you guys growing right now? Yeah, we are actively growing. We have a ton of women reaching out, um, interested in joining, coming out of the pandemic, looking for um, a new sport to try out. And we're always recruiting. Anyone is welcome to come join um, and practice with us. In terms of like what I see for the future of the team, I just want us to be sustainable and um, continue having like a welcoming and inclusive culture on the team. Um, we are growing. I think in the next few years, we would love to have enough players to have two sides, one side for players that are looking for um, a high level of competitive play. And then the second side, if, if there are players who are looking for more of a social game, that would be uh, the ideal goal for the next few years. Great. And when it comes to spectators, I think, you know, some of the listeners to our podcast might hear this and say, gosh, I've been looking for, you know, a, a team to join or, or a way to work out more and meet more people. But a lot of people um, might just be interested in checking out a match. So what can you tell me um, about watching rugby? Is it something that you sort of have to have a lot of knowledge about? Or is it, will, do you think people will still enjoy it just, just coming by and, and checking out uh, a game? Oh, yeah, definitely. People will enjoy it. Um, it's such a fast-paced and full-contact sport. Um, it's a joy to watch, and we have a lot of family that come out to watch our games. Um, this season, we've been primarily playing at Santa Monica High School. We are at the tail end of our 15th season right now. We are entering playoffs um, that will be held on April 23rd in uh, Long Beach. And our seventh season, which is our summer season, will start up in June and, and go through August. And um, we play local tournaments during the summer. Um, and if someone is interested in either watching or maybe coming down and, and trying out and seeing what it's like to play, um, where can they learn more? Yeah, there's several places where we like to post information. Um, one is our website. So you can find us at SantaMonicaRugby.com. Um, and the women's team also has separate Facebook and Instagram accounts. So you can Google search our Instagram or Facebook accounts. Um, our account is just Santa Monica Women's Rugby. Um, we practice Tuesdays and Thursday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. at John Adams Middle School in Santa Monica. And we will likely be practicing through April at least, depending on how far we get in the season. So I hope you guys check us out. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me this afternoon. And I am uh, looking forward to seeing how you guys do in that upcoming tournament in, uh, in April 23rd. Awesome. Thanks so much, Emily. All right. Thanks for listening to Inside the Daily Press. Please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts or listen on our website at smdp.com slash pod. Music for Inside the Daily Press is provided by The Brig Band, LA's premier jam band. To find out when and where you can hear them live, visit thebrigband.com. Thank you.